welcome to Heartful of Heaven podcast. I am here today with a very sweet friend. My friend Jen Slack is here. Hi guys. <laughs> we are so glad that you're here today. I know you have a beautiful word for people that will set them free to be able to begin to walk in their purpose. Um, and talking with you, I know you identified at least one main area that can hold people back, and we're gonna get into that. It's gonna be a great episode, so go ahead and stop whatever it is you're doing, unless you're driving, but stop whatever it is you're doing so that you can hear a word from the Lord and be encouraged. Um, but before we start, let's pray. Yeah. So, Father God, we just give you this podcast. We give you complete control. You have permission to do and say whatever you wanna do and say today, Lord. I ask God that you would bless every person on this call right now, Father, that you would encourage their hearts, Lord, that you would soften the soil of their heart to receive good seed from you today. I thank you, Father. I, I see the Lord blessing a mom with a young baby. I don't know if you're driving or your baby's taking a nap, but I just see the Lord blessing you today. And so, Father, I just thank you for every person that will be blessed by your spirit today and encouraged in their purpose in you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Oh, well, we could just end right there. Nope, Let's just we're done. That's be the word. blessed. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you and I were talking, and you were saying that one of the things that really can hold people back is fear. So can you just share a little bit from your heart about what the Lord has shown you about this? Yeah, so this is something I've wrestled a lot in my life in various ways. Um, one of the things that I found interesting recently about fear is the reality that the moment you accept the gift of salvation, the devil doesn't get to touch you in regards to <laughs> your gift. Hey. It's yours. <laughs> but now what he focuses on is trying to disable you because you've become a part of the body of Christ, but he wants to keep you from doing anything in the body of Christ. And that's how fear has often been used in my life, is that it's been a tool to disable me from being united hmm. in that purpose that we're called to as the body of Christ to really display Jesus hmm. to the world around us. Wow. So we're in the area of fear. Can you give some examples of like, how, how would the enemy like disable you as you say like what does what did fear look like in your life yeah um when thinking through uh the years of my life the three areas of fear that i can identify easiest would be um fear of rejection the fear of man and the fear of the unknown okay so let's go through and help people walk that through fear of rejection what does that look like how would someone know if they're struggling with that um, it really hinders what you choose to do because you're scared of the reality that someone might say no. Mm -hmm. So in the context of a relationship, you could be scared to pursue a relationship because of someone saying no when you've opened yourself up and been really vulnerable. Mm -hmm. So they might have like the thought in their mind of like, I don't know, what if people don't accept me? Or yeah. what if I'm not accepted for what I step into with the Lord? Um, what if people don't love me? Yeah, or even a struggle with being authentic to who you are. Mm -hmm. You can have this tendency to hide and 
do what others are doing or not actually share your heart or opinion on something because you're scared of people rejecting you and ultimately losing that relationship or perceived relationship that you have with them. Wow. So that's fear of rejection. What does fear of man look like? Um, fear of man, it's similar, but it has a lot more to do with like, what are the voices going to say about what I do? Um, and a lot of that, um, it kind of just lets so many extra thoughts in your head mm -hmm. versus just staying true to what you hear, what God is showing mm -hmm. you and just doing that and staying mm -hmm. on your path. It's when your eyes get open and you see everything else around you and you're not really sure like, what, should I be doing this? Yeah. What do others think of it? That's a good word. I'd, I'd say in my life where that was present is it was like the Lord would call me to step into something and then I would all of a sudden have these thoughts. What are people going to say? What yeah. are they going to think? How are they going to see me? Are yeah. they going to receive this word? Yeah. And all of a sudden where a purpose from God should be completely fixed on the Lord, I'm now looking out at everybody else. Yeah. Um, and so that's where that... It, it takes your gaze one. off of God and it really mm -hmm. puts it on other things that really shouldn't matter mm -hmm. when you've heard the Lord tell you clearly. Yeah. And so the last one you were saying is fear of... Fear like, of the unknown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that kind of, I think, represents itself in a you're not a very risky person. You're not going to step out and do something like the reality of praying for a stranger on the sidewalk never crossed your mind. You would never do that because you're like, I have no idea how they're going to respond to me. I mean, that could be all three, honestly. You could be like, they're going to reject me, say no, don't pray for me. They, you're going to be like, what do other people think after asking a stranger, are you going to pray for me? What? No. And then you have no idea what's going to happen in that moment. Wow. Okay. So, so much just stirred in me when you said that. Number one, how we say the phrase, that's not, that's just not me. You know, where we're like, well, that's just not me. I'm not adventurous. So I'm not the one who's going to step out. But like the Great Commission, last I checked, is for everyone. Oh, yeah. That he calls us all to this. Therefore, go. <laughs> Therefore, go. And if the, if the nature of God is in me, if I'm made in his image, and he was pretty adventurous, then there's probably part of that in me that I just haven't realized yet. You yeah. know, and so I just feel like that's part of it. Some people are going to relate to that. Oh, I've said that. I'm not adventurous. Yeah. And I'm just thinking of, as you're describing, like, how all these things are, like, can be, can present themselves in an outreach opportunity, yeah. I'm really thinking about how the Great Commission to go make disciples, baptize people in His name, all to go requires fear being broken off. Yeah. So not just someone's individual calling or purpose, like, because sometimes we can, like, have, like, individual calls of, on our life, right? Yeah. But just to go with the Lord, fear has to leave. It absolutely has to leave. So, Jen, how have you seen the Lord set you free in these areas? What's a process that someone could walk through to be free from this? Yeah, I think um, some of the ways that I've been able to have fear broken off is I've gone with Holy Spirit and addressed where did this come into my life? Mm, because good. there's a lot of times when, as a young child even, fear came in because of an opportunity where you didn't have the ability to process what was going on. And the thought took root. And as you grew up, it just never got addressed. Wow. And just being able to take that journey with Holy Spirit to see where did it come in and then ask Him, where were you the whole time? Because wow. he's been there the whole time. Wow. And being able to break off the fear 
because the purpose of fear is to keep you distant from God because he's love and there's no fear in love. So fear is an area where God's love needs to come in and remove it so he can be present. Wow. So fear, if we really think about it, is rooted in lies from the enemy, lies about the character of God, of the purpose of your life, um, you know, all of that. So it's the lie that has to be removed so that we can see him rightly. Yeah and receive that beautiful love that just knocks all of that away. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay, so what else? What would you say about, like, do people need to be, like, just rooted in Scripture for who they really are so they don't get wrapped up in this fear? I mean, it's yes and no because Jesus is the Word of God. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes, Scripture is helpful because it, it lays that foundation to invite you into the encounter with Jesus mm-hmm. because He is the Word. We always focus on what's physically in front of us, but we also need that encounter inside of us with Jesus so that he can not just be an idea that's far off, but that he's actually someone who's near, that we actually are the place where his Holy Spirit dwells inside of us, and that we can not just claim it as, I know it because it's in my mind, but I know it because he's in me. Oh, it's so good. I feel the Lord. I'm trying to act so normal right now because we're on video. (laughs) I can feel the Lord being so honored in that statement. And so um, one of the things that that came to mind is a scripture that you've talked about. And knowing that he is the word, I'm just going to encourage you with a new way to look at the word of God when you study. Um, I've heard it said that because of the scripture that says it is the overflow of the heart that the mouth speaks. And we believe this is God's word from his mouth that when you're reading scripture, you are truly seeing God's heart on paper. And so when I open the word now, I'll open and I'll just say, take me into your heart, God. I want to see what's on your heart like right now. The word of God is living and active. And so he can show me something new in his heart. But there is a beautiful foundation of truth of who you are so that you will see this is not just some people set free from fear, but that this pertains to you. So in 2 Timothy chapter 1, so good, Um, in verse 7 it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So you have not been given, it is not, being afraid is not a personality trait from the Lord, okay? Fear is based on lies and it is from the enemy, it is not from God. So you have not been given that spirit of fear. And then, um, you know, we were talking before about the verses before and after that are all about stepping in faith and sharing the good news. And so again, it's like this fear has to go so we can do this with the Lord Um, but I love the truth and I really feel the anointing on the truth that those listening right now can step in maybe it's only one person who needs this but one person set free from this would be completely worth our whole podcast Mm -hmm. stepping into the truth that fear is not their portion you know there truly are people who just think they're just timid people or they think they're just afraid but that is not of God and they are made from God yeah so what would be your encouragement to someone who thinks that they're just they're feeling afraid 
Um, my encouragement would be ask God what he thinks about it because he's going to shut that down. He's not going to let that happen. Um, I think when you let a thought stay in your head too long, you give it a place of normality. And so that gut reaction of what we were talking about before, praying for a stranger, oh, I'm timid, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. That's not who you've been called to be, but the thought's been entertained long enough that you think that it's okay. Mm -hmm. And really letting God come in and address that and tell you, hey, actually, my spirit inside of you is greater than the spirits around (laughs) you, so let's go. Amen. Because if he doesn't tell you to go, you don't need to. But you need to listen to what he's saying. And fear can't hold you back from that. Yeah, amen. I, I'm thinking of like, you know, personal testimony of this. Like, so for me, I grew up pretty quiet. And, you know, I just kind of like pulled back into the background a little bit. And I just had kind of decided that was who I was. I was, I was going to be the quiet one in the family. And my dad recently said, like, kind of laughing, he was like, yeah, I'm not going to lie, we never saw you being the preacher in the family. <laughs> so those, I was like, oh, me either. You know, the, those, those who, like, see this now, you might not know the history. And so I just feel like I want to share the history of what the Lord has done because what happened was not that I got a whole new personality <laughs> or that I just suddenly desired different things suddenly didn't suddenly desire different things as mark would say and suddenly right exactly (laughs) and so like it wasn't like for me what it was is i just kept um encountering the love of jesus and at at a point i just decided i'm all in i want to do whatever you want to do I want to go where you want to go and I want to be who you say that I am and all of a sudden my love for him outgrew my fear of man yeah and so it wasn't that all of a sudden I wanted to like like robotically do all these things for God it was just like I loved him more than I feared the men and so I was willing to do anything he called me into knowing that he called me in love, that he was with me the whole time. Um, And so he would begin to stir my heart to go and share a word with somebody or pray with them. And where my first processing was like, that's not me, that's not my thing. Now instead I would be like, wow, that is so your heart, Lord, that you would wanna love them like that. You know, yeah, let me be your hands and feet. Let me be your mouthpiece today, you know. And so really like you're describing, it was the love of God came in and broke down barriers, but also gave me courage. It's like yeah. his love gave me courage. Yeah. I There are two things that, that kind of highlighted while you were talking about history. I think it's really important that when you build a case of God's faithfulness, of what he's done in your life, it really helps you to shut down fear. Mm-hmm. So I used to be scared to pray out loud. It wasn't until I got filled and was able to kind of have this overwhelming courage come out of me that I was like, I'm gonna pray out loud, I don't care. Mm-hmm. But anyone thinks, cause I'm praying the Father's heart. But that idea of praying for a stranger, because I had encountered God's love and I knew what that felt like, that love and compassion for others of, I want them to have the same, yeah. is something that started to rise up in me. Yeah. And when you have testimonies of people 
you've just asked like your waitress how can I pray for you and how affected they are that you a random stranger cared enough <laughs> to say how can I help you what can I pray for yeah. it helps really just pierce their hearts with God's love mm -hmm. and that building that case of history that really shuts fear down anytime it tries to creep its way up of like oh you're gonna pray for a stranger they'll probably reject you okay so what <laughs> how about the next person I pray for saying yes and they encounter God's love radically and get saved yeah it's worth yeah. it it's worth well, it. And you know, one of the things that I found, like if people are really feeling stirred today, which seems to be where he's bringing our conversation, if they're feeling stirred to be brave and begin sharing the love of God with other people, um, one of the things that I've noticed with the Lord is like, you can't judge their reaction oh, because no. sometimes <laughs> they will literally be like, the Straight whole face. time that you're talking and you're like, is this landing? Is any of this even... You know, and they seem unaffected, and truly they were being so affected by the yeah. Lord, they didn't know what to do, yeah. you know, and so you can't judge that. But I've also had rejection in the middle of it, but what was neat was the love of God was so surrounding me that the rejection did not affect me. Yeah. Because I would look at the person, and all I would see was Jesus standing behind them going, <laughs> and it was so funny because and it would just make me laugh and I was like this isn't about a reaction this isn't about an immediate like gratification for me this isn't about me at all yeah this is about the love of God going forth in the earth and the children of God being his mouthpieces yeah. and his hands and his feet. And in the process, I just feel like I have to say this because I just love him so much. In the process, you will not feel used even though he is using you. Right. And it's so critical because I think people say, use me, God. And immediately people have triggers to that word, you know, but for me it's like in the whole process I just feel so loved yeah. and I feel so held and I feel connected to the Father through the process yeah. and so while he it does begin to use you you don't feel used right. yeah yeah um, one of the things I think of when you mention rejection it's like well how do we deal with that I started to wrestle in my heart with how do I deal with the reality of the rejection happens. Mm -hmm. I, I go to the I go to Jesus and I'm like, but he was rejected by everyone. And I take comfort in that and let him be the comforter in that moment of, hey, I was rejected by this one person, all of humanity rejected him. Yeah. And he still said yes. Because yeah. um I can't remember in this moment who said it, but one of the fathers of the faith says that Jesus lived in response to the Father, yeah. never in reaction to the devil. Yeah. So when it comes to fear, we can't just react to it. We need to just turn completely from it because we're in response to love. We're in response to, to, to the Father, just doing what he wants to in that moment. And our um, responsibility isn't how the next person responds to us, but that we just carry what he told us to carry. So even if we get rejected, we were faithful to what God gave us and asked us to do. And the love that comes out from him in that moment of us taking a step and trying, I can just picture it of us as a little kid trying something and totally messing up and that tender father heart that he just has for us, mm -hmm. that we were even willing to say yes to what he asked us to do. 
He's so good. I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting here and all I'm thinking, I'm picturing how you said, turn away from fear and turn to love who is the Lord. And as soon as I pictured that, I heard the Lord say, that's repentance. Yeah. That's repentance, that we turn from the things of the world and we turn to Him. Repentance is just this beautiful invitation yeah. to step deep into the Father's heart, to step out of the world and into His heart. And so I feel like, Jen, like the Lord is going to use you right now to walk people through turning from fear and turning and beholding the love of God and stepping into His heart. Would you just lead them in that? Yeah. Um, if you have the ability to close your eyes right now, obviously drivers don't, please. <laughs> I know we drive not just by faith, but also sight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, if you can just uh, repeat this after me. Jesus, thank you for what you did on the cross. Forgive me for partnering with fear, for letting the spirit of fear have any place in my life. I break off right now any agreements I have made, known or unknown. And Father, I just ask you right now, to speak the truth in my heart of who I am and what you've called me to do. And just listen as he speaks to you right now. says where two or three gather in agreement you come and we just agree right now that fear has no hold on us that greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world and Lord we know the devil comes to steal kill and destroy but you have come to bring life and abundance so we just release abundance right now we just release abundance that any place of depression and burden would be lifted right now. We thank you that you're releasing joy in new measure. We thank you that you're bringing comfort in deeper levels. That where there was a spirit of sadness, there's now joy and hope arising. Because you, Jesus, are our hope. It's where we anchor ourselves. Any hope deferred, we just break it off right now and we reclaim Jesus is our only hope. Yes. Yes, God. Yes, God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You are our firm foundation. So we will not be shaken. Yeah. You are our firm foundation. So what can mere men do to us, Lord? Oh, I thank you for your love. I thank you for the cross. I thank you, Father, that you have never stopped pouring your love over us. So we just receive your love today afresh. We receive the outpouring of your love, Lord. 
You're so good. Thank you for being the God who draws near. You are not a distant God. Thank you for being the God who draws near. Oh, how we love you. We love you and we bless you, Jesus. We love you and we bless you, Jesus. And all God's children said, Amen. Amen. Jen, thank you so much for being here today and for sharing your heart with us. Thank you for sharing God's heart with us. Um, we bless you. Thank you for listening and watching. We pray that the love of God has just flooded your heart today. Now go and spend more time with him because that is what he truly desires. We love you and we'll see you next time. Bye guys. Bye. <laughs>